drinking the Kool-Aid from Aaron. We can have a Kool-Aid moment of the game. I like that. I like that last night would probably be for me, De'Aaron getting ticked off on that Harden play and then proceeding to ball out. Does it does like does it? It's just our play of the game sponsored right. by Kool Aid. Yes. Oh, I'm gonna need Kool Aid. <laughs> Shout out some money oh, if that's yeah. gonna be the case. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's right. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. What would be the? Uh, I'm not gonna call it the Kool Aid play of the game because yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna need some money out of Kool Aid if they're gonna get that kind of that that featured of a sponsor. That's nah, right. Nah nah nah. That's yeah, you, right. You got to pay for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Play of the game yesterday. It'd be tough to not do that De'Aaron defensive stand. Um, I'll do the Sabonis dunk. How about that? The Sabonis mm-hmm. dunk all over Zubac. Mm-hmm. Zubac was was. Get, I thought for a minute there it was going to be a long night for Sabonis. Yeah. I think he was two of ten at one point. Right, missing a lot of bunnies. A lot he of bunnies tends you, to do that. You but cannot miss those worse. bunnies, especially if you don't get the foul call. Because what he's sixty nine percent from free <laughs> he was throw, airballing hook shots and everything. Yeah, I was like, this is not looking good. That but is not what picked it up. Not what the Kings needed, but he did figure it out. Yeah. And picked it up, and the Kings got the W. But you wouldn't know it if you were looking at the <laughs> ESPN social media handles from Kings Muse. Not a single tweet about the Kings game from ESPN, ESPN NBA. ESPN had three games on yeah. yesterday, and the Kings game was the only one not tweeted about. Yeah. It's crazy. Is it part of the Kings' identity now? Yes. Would you do? You, should we still complain about this, or should we just? Lean into it. I think I think we have to complain about it. Like, I mean, it, it's been a thing for a really long time. Of course, the media would throw it back and say, well, give us something to talk about, and then right. we'll talk about you. And, you know, now we see no all-stars and still no talk about this team, even though they moved up to the five seed yesterday. I think that we have to. Closed mouths don't get fed in mm-hmm. things like this. And I think, um, you know, it it. it it definitely is. I think it's both answers. It definitely is something that's part of our identity and that we need to lean into and do lean into. But at the same time, like it's literally on your network ESPN. Like it was the, it was the, the headliner. Like it was, right. it was the last game on for a great day of basketball. I don't know how much of, how much of it you caught yesterday, but to start with Sixers bucks and then go right into nuggets warriors and then to headline with Kings Clippers, and then to post nothing about, like, because you know if Paul George and Kawhi, or if, if Paul George played, or if, if, you know, James Harden had a 30-point mm-hmm. game or anything like that, there would have been something out there for the Clippers continue to roll through the West or something like that. Um, nothing from the Kings is absolutely insane. Uh, you have the Sabonis triple-double to talk about. You could post that De'Aaron Fox tech and then great defensive stand. There was tons of different things that they could have posted about. Um, I, th- I just think that it's part of it, man. I, for whatever reason, um, you know, Sacramento's in California. I think, I think for whatever reason, national media yeah. does forget we are in in a huge economy. It might not be the biggest singular market, but we still uh, are a big part of what's going on here. And uh, yeah, you just you would never know it if if you tuned into any national media. You would think the Kings are still uh, a nine or a ten seed, and uh, they're they're not anymore. And yeah. they deserve a lot more attention than they're getting. And I think that the Kings have made it part of their identity, right? They are outspoken about it. When you go into pregame, postgame pressers, Coach Mike Brown will talk about it. De'Aaron Fox will talk about it. Sabonis will talk about it. They'll give kudos to to each other. 
But ultimately, the NBA and ESPN and whoever nationally, they have decided who they think going to be the next faces of the league and who they want to leave this thing to when Steph Curry and LeBron James are done. And the Kings aren't on that list, right? Whether it's Shea, whether it's Luka, whether it's who, whoever, Jason Tatum, yeah. Giannis, the Kings are not on that list. These players are not on that list for whatever reason. This goes back to how can how can you – a lot of people talk about the Saints in the NFL and how they've gotten kind of screwed over by the NFL with the PI calls, things like that. For <laughs> yeah. what happened to the Kings all those years ago yeah. with the Lakers, you would think that the NBA should feel like they owe the Kings something, and they don't, and the Kings – understand that and the kings don't care and when you're an underdog you have to take what's yours Mm -hmm. and i think that we are we're just like the 831 said this is money time now yep and i don't really and that this is probably to the point now when if it wasn't for we know how De'Aaron is right he likes talking about tacos more than he likes talking about (laughs) shout out banditos shout out banditos he likes talking about tacos more than he likes talking about you know some of the other things that other players get hung up on, but it's the incentives and it's the money. That's why these guys get hung up on it. And I think that that chip, just like Will said, our caller from earlier, that chip on De'Aaron's lesser shoulder is getting (laughs) bigger and bigger. And that's what we love to see Yeah, because you just got, nobody's going to give it to you. Yeah. Okay. And Sacramento and and even, even Sacramento compared to the Minnesotas compared to the Oklahoma city, you got to get it out the mud. Yeah. And that is, you're almost lost. You're you're lost in it. You're stuck in the middle. You're you're stuck in the middle. You're not small enough to be Oklahoma city. You're not big enough to be a big city. So you got to make a name for yourself. And that's what the Kings are doing each and every day. Yeah. It's a really, really tough situation, but it's also, like, I think it's the situation that, frankly, I don't know if they would tell you this, but I think they prefer to be the underdogs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we saw kind of, you could say this year has been an example of it. There was expectations this year. And I think for the most part, I mean, they definitely have not exceeded expectations. Maybe they've just barely started to reach what the expectations were before the year. I think that this team thrives a lot easier with that chip on their shoulder. If they can say it's not like the Niners who we joked about, you know, them making up bulletin board material, them making up that people are saying they're the underdogs. Mm -hmm. I feel like if the Kings are the favorites, that's when they almost like don't know how to act. And that's kind of what we saw at the beginning of the season. Exactly. And I think now they've kind of settled in a weird way due to their play. They've settled again back into the background and now nobody's talking about them. Now they can say, oh, they're giving all these guys props, but forgetting about us, let's show them. And I think, you know, in a weird way, this is where the Kings want to be. This is where they thrive is when nobody's talking about them, when they can kind of slide under the radar. And, you know, at some point we'll have to address the fact that they don't seem to do well as front runners. But for where it is right here, right now, I think that this is exactly where uh, they need to be. Got them right where they want them. Exactly. Yeah, we we can we'll have that discussion depending on what happens at the end of yeah. this season. We don't. There's no need because they're not going to be no matter where yeah. they end unless they do get that four seed, which is possible. It's possible. But unless, even probably. if they got that four seed, if the Clippers are the five seed, that's right. Everybody and their mother is going <laughs> to pick right the Clippers. Back. Yep, it's right so back to it, last year. It doesn't. It doesn't really matter. All guests and callers join us from Folsom Lake Honda Hotline. Folsom Lake Honda, your one stop Honda shop. Nine one six three three nine eleven forty. Let's get out to Raiders. Todd wants to be a part of the conversation. What's up, Raiders? Todd, you're on Styles and Watkins. What you got for us? What's up, guys? How you doing? We're good. We're good. What you got? Good. Good. It's been a long time since I called, but, you know, um, you guys are talking about how the Kings don't get no love, and, man, I can't agree with you more. I mean, 
I, I watched it on ESPN last night. Um, you know, I always like to watch on our local channel, but and I want to hear what the national media has to say. And all night long, they were talking about can the Clippers rally down nine, mm-hmm. uh, the James Harden this, James Harden that. And it's like all they talked about was the Clippers the whole time, and we were winning the whole game. And, you know, uh, I feel like it's always that way. You know, and then and then after on SportsCenter last night, Tim Legler was on with Scott Van Pelt. And he, instead of saying the Kings did this good and the Kings did that good, he said, well, the Kings just ran it back this year. And Sabonis, he's kind of weak in the middle. And then he was talking about Sabonis' flaws after we beat the Clippers, after we, he had a triple-double. And he said, I think we're going to lose because our second star, who is Sabonis, can't score enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, every other team's second star can score enough. And I'm just, like, baffled. I'm like, we, we ain't going to get no love ever until we win. So, you know, I mean, we'll just have to be the first team in NBA history to win a championship with no all-stars. It's ridiculous. Right. Because we have two all-stars, but they didn't make it. And then they just criticize our all-stars and, and don't give us any love. So when I heard you talking about that, I'm like, yeah. man, you're, you're right on point. The only way we're going to get love is to win the championship, and we're going to have to do it without all-stars. I wonder <laughs> if that's ever been done. <laughs> I don't know. I don't it's got to so. be for a very long time, yeah. if so. Thanks for the call, Raiders Talk. Keep calling in, man. That was great stuff. That's great stuff. That was great stuff. Yeah, a different – and I know the Kings are kind of building this model, but to be completely honest with you, Jokic, the things that he does that makes him generational, that separates him from Sabonis, that's the only reason. It took one of the most unique players in the history of the game for Denver to get talked about. Yes. And Denver yeah. complains. Yeah. I think – we and you've discussed, Chris – how the Kings are building that Denver model, yes. right? The Denver, I, I got buddies that are Nuggets f- f- fans, and they complain about how ESPN never talks about them. Yeah. So it's not Defending just a Sacramento champ. team. Right. I think Denver is a perfect example, yeah. a big city that's not huge, yep. right? It's just right in the middle, similar yeah. to Sacramento. Yeah. And I think Denver ha- has dealt with the same thing. Yep. Michael Malone complains about it all the time. Yep. They got their championship, and it still doesn't feel like they get talked about that much. Yep. I know they feel like Jamal Murray is disrespected. He's got to stay on the court more. But I think that is basically the model and I think that is a team who's dealt with the same types of things and if it wasn't for Jokic being as unique as he is nobody would be talking about the Nuggets either I think that's the one comparison that I have and you don't talk about Jamal Murray unless you see him in a big game nobody talks about that guy so I think that that is a that is a, a very good comparison. Going back to Raiders Todd we have that coming up at 1130 the Tim Legler sound and we will react to it because it was ridiculous. Yeah, it was crazy. Honestly, I just don't think that these dudes watch. That's They just don't watch. That's exactly what I was going to say. Is I feel like that's where a lot of the criticism comes from is because in order to have analysis, you have to know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And you have to watch the games. And if you don't watch the games, you can't say – you know, it's easy to say, oh, De'Aaron Fox has a, has a great season, but there's you can't really say, you can't go into detail as to why it is you believe in the team. And so, I mean, it's no secret here, the Kings aren't the favorites to win the championship. Right. It's just easier to, to completely dismiss them, and then when they lose, you say, see, no, I told you all the things, all the reasons why I was skeptical ended up coming true. And, you know, if they were even a shred of actual – if if people respected them as a contender, then they would have to talk to them. I think it's it's a combination of people don't respect them and they don't watch them at all. Keegan Murray may not be the third offensive option right now, and that might be okay. 
We explain why when we get back. Styles and Watkins, Sackdown Sports. Wanting the Kings to get it done tonight because we have an injury report that just came out on top of Jovich being out, on top of Bryant being out, on top of Jimmy Butler being out. Tyler Hero and Terry Rozier are out tonight against the Kings. That is per, I'm just reading it, per Mark J. Spears. So there's another one. It's a gotta have. I That's mean, three guys who really could kill you tonight. So it's Bam. Yep. It's Bam. It's Bam. It's Duncan Robinson. Duncan. Uh, you'll probably see uh, whichever Martin twin they have, which just I will forever elude me. Um, they have Jaime Jaquez. Going to be a big Jaime Jaquez game tonight, probably. I yeah, know. That's right. uh, I know our guy Verlad's excited for that. I'm also very excited for that. Um, not worried about his dunking, though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <It's> terrible. <laughs> yeah. Would love to get uh, Malik kind of showing him, hey, young kid, like this is yeah, this maybe is... maybe this is what you should have done out there. Caleb Martin is the Martin Caleb, that they have. So it'll be Caleb Martin. I'm just basing it on their last game against gotcha. the Sixers. Caleb Martin, Bam Adebayo, Duncan Robinson, Haywood Highsmith. Oh, yeah. Great Haywood name. Highsmith, yep. Jaime Jaquez, Kevin Love. Yes, that's right. We'll probably get and a lot Jamal Kane. Okay, mm-hmm. sure. They always got to have one guy who it's like. I mean, Hayward Highsmith last year was definitely they were starting that dude in the finals, but they always got to have one guy who it's like, wait, wait, what is that? Yeah. I, I swear that's my neighbor. <laughs> like, what's going on here? That's that heat culture that they like to talk heat about. Culture. But, you know, it's uh, you know, you said it earlier. This is definitely a gotta have it. It has mm-hmm. definitely moved into the. This is as got to have it as that Spurs game. It's yes, as got to have it, it as any Wizards game out there. You have to take advantage tonight, especially the fact that it's, you know, the second night of a back-to-back, the fact that it's sandwiched in between some of the best teams in the Western Conference. You got to give yourself the grace. You got to give yourself the cushion. And, uh, you know, what what we say? You know, we, we, we wanted to do – we wanted to go out on a limb and be bold and say we can't say two and two, but – a win tonight, that locks up two and two at the very least mm-hmm. for this four-game stretch, which is exactly what the Kings needed. So if you win tonight, realistically, you've, for all intents and purposes, taken care of of business uh, with this stretch of games. And, uh, you know, you, you can only do better, of course. They can yeah. be three and one. They can even be four and oh. But uh, you, you've got to take advantage tonight and uh, really leave no doubt. And if you can try and, you know, with Wednesday being in Denver – if you can take care of this one as early as possible, you're, you're only doing yourself more favors in the long run. Yeah, Denver's still looking for their first win against the Kings. And Keep they, looking. They looked pretty good last last yeah. night against the Warriors, so you know Denver is going to be ready. Jamal Murray looked great. You know, he shows yep. up. It's basically Jamal Murray, the, they, they call him a good game merchant. He only plays well <laughs> against good teams. It's the best kind of merchant to have, right? Uh, he's, the best, guess, right? he's a gamer. Yeah. He's a gamer. So if Jamal Murray doesn't ball What's against the opposite your team, of the lights being too bright? The lights yes. were too dim. Yes, I don't I don't <laughs> feel like rolling out of bed. So if so if Jamal Murray doesn't ball out against your team, you're probably kind of trash. Yeah, it's actually an Not insult. that you want him to, <laughs> yeah. but you better put the It's a sign of clamp. respect. It's a sign of respect. But before we get to the Nuggets, which we will definitely talk about a ton, the Heat now, this is, you got to have it. And you have, here it is from the sack chat, James X, blueprint to beat the Kings. Rest your starter. We're not doing it today, James. We're not having it. We're not doing it today, I'm not James. saying you're wrong, but I'm just yeah. saying we're not doing it. Okay? We're not doing it. If if the Kings have really, we haven't said the, the typical <laughs> sports term 
turn the corner. But if yes. they have, this is a game you just are not going to mess around in a game like you this. You can't. You just can't. No, especially it would be so disappointing. But, it, you know, to James's point there, it would be so Kings for them to have one of their best, if not the best performance, mm-hmm. especially defensively of the season. And then just let it completely slip. Like tonight, you said it earlier, it's a real it's a real opportunity to gain some serious momentum. Like you played, again, you played some of your best basketball you've played all season long less than 24 hours ago. If you could just continue that, make it feel like like we are turning a corner, like yeah. this isn't just a performance we had, but actually is part of who we are or who are we are becoming. Uh, I think that's huge for this team. And uh, what better way to to make sure that happens than against a, a lesser, easier opponent? It, it's lining up for them to, to in this tough stretch, make it a little bit easier for them. You just hope they can take advantage, man. And this to. is also an opportunity for, for, you know, we were just talking about they thrive better as underdogs. This is an opportunity where you definitely, there's no excuses for you losing this game. Just go out and take care of business. No, yeah. no ifs, ands, or buts. I don't care if your shot's falling or not. Miami, without Tyler Hero, without Terry Rozier, and without Jimmy Butler, frankly, they shouldn't even sniff 110 points. No, they they shouldn't. And you know, like you said, Jaime Jaquez going to try to do his thing. Kevin Love, somebody else on the chat saying, don't sleep on Kevin Love. Sure. I'm, not, I'm not sleeping on him, but I am hitting the snooze button yeah. simply because – what do you want me to do with that? I mean, right. Kevin Love, if he comes out and he goes <laughs> goes vintage, you yeah. literally can't sleep on him because ain't nobody else playing. And nobody's playing. Yeah. How can you? How can you sleep on yeah. him? He's they one of got, the few guys you got to pay they attention. They only got to. seven dudes yeah. on the bench. Yeah. On, on their on their current roster right yeah. now. I don't know if they're gonna bring up somebody. I don't know what they're gonna do, and yeah. I don't care. Yeah. You have to win this basketball game. Yep. What are we do. talking about? Yep. I I don't care if Hayward Highsmith has a career high thirty points, which he probably will tonight. You've got it. There, there shouldn't be enough firepower on Miami to even get. Like I said, 110 points should should almost be impossible for that Miami roster. And who knows? Maybe you know who probably understands that Eric Spolster in the Miami Heat. So you also got to be prepared to get hit in the back a couple times tonight. Yeah, like you're yeah. you're gonna you're gonna be in a dog fight tonight. Mm-hmm. Miami's gonna try and muck it up, make it as gross as possible. Make sure that whatever you like to get into, you're not gonna get into it easily. Uh, the Kings just have to fight through it. It's probably going to be a close first quarter, but uh, much like kind of what we saw against uh, when they played in Detroit, mm-hmm. you got to just kind of ride that storm out and and understand, hey, our time's going to come. An opportunity or multiple opportunities are going to present itself throughout the duration of this game. We just got to be ready for it and and just don't get down. Just don't allow yourself to get down, whether it be in the points or emotionally. You have to feel like at any given point in that game. It can be yours for the taking, and uh, you know, like I said, I don't care if it's 102 to 97. I'll take the win. I, I really don't care. It won't be great. I won't be thrilled about it, but I'll take it. I'll take any type of W. Chris and I will be in the building. Yes. Okay. And I'll put it to you like this: I want to see people leaving. Yes. Oh man! In the at the beginning of the fourth quarter. That's what I want. Okay. I want, you can say if you want. <laughs> yeah. You can say if you want, but if if the the little one is getting a little whiny and you look up and you say the the Kings are up 25 going into the fourth. People should be beating traffic tonight. Yeah. Okay. You should not be missing a barn burner. I would hope not on a Monday. Let's hope not. No, please. No, make it easier for everybody. So when the game ends, you get the traffic out early. Okay. We got to put them down. We we, will listen on the radio on Sacktown sports to the rest of the game. That's what we need tonight. Yeah.
Yeah. That's Miami, what we need tonight. Miami took a pretty big effort for them to beat the Kings in, in Miami. Mm-hmm. So you're ho- you'd hope that the Kings match up really well against them. And, I mean, Jimmy was a huge part of that win, too. It's just it, – there's just no excuses, man. Like, no. you just you just got to take care of it. Um, you know Sabonis is going to be there. Sabonis really is the only one who has the toughest matchup tonight. So, uh, you know that's not going to be an excuse for him. But De'Aaron would love to see him, you know, just take control tonight, give us a 30-piece. Malik has been uh, really, really good. And, you know, last night he was, he was okay. Would love to see a big performance out of him. And Keegan, Keegan doesn't have to deal with Jimmy. So That's what I, I, I want to see Keegan absolutely dominate tonight. HB had himself a good performance last night, so I'm not going to ask too much of him uh, tonight. No, uh, no, 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 no. I, he hey, can man, beggars up. can't be choosers. <laughs> he can double up. I would he, hope so, but I'm not going to bank on it. He can go back-to-back. Back. He can do I a double-double so. like In-N-Out Burger, and we so. need to. Yeah. He needs to. This is where you you earn that cachet. This is where you, okay, yeah. we're feeling good because the next two games are no joke. Nope, not at all. Right? No. Now, if you're if you're saying, okay, HB, take this break if you're going to yeah. show up in Denver That's what, you know, or against sure. Minnesota, then fine because sure. you don't need all of yeah. it. It would be really nice to see Keegan Murray yeah. get going. When we get back, we will discuss Keegan Murray and how he may not be the third option offensively right now. But that's okay. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. We have joked about national media not talking about the Kings, but they did have some things to say as basically the game ended and Scott Van Pelt has Tim Legler on. Chris, if you were watching, and we're not going to play the whole thing just to clip that Tim Legler has, but it almost sounded as if, and I don't want to get too go too far here, but it almost sounded as if they had to talk the way Scott Van Pelt. <laughs> the way the game ended, and Scott Van Pelt essentially <laughs> says he didn't say this verbatim, but he essentially says, "Well, while we're here, what do you think about the right. Kings?" Right? It was not exactly. planned. They had their whole Clippers in the West planned out. Might as well over in the West. Yeah, I mean, Kings game just ended. What do you think? That's, yeah. that's basically how we said it. I think they were all planning on talking. Clippers, and then the Kings said, we got something for you, and they just basically say, ah, I guess we should talk about the Kings since they just won on our our TV yeah. channel. So th- there you have it. Let's hear from Tim Legler and what he had to say about the Kings, and more specifically, Domas to Monte Sabonis. Now they're clearly going to be a playoff team. Are they positioned to take what happened last year and with that experience build on it, in your opinion? I do think what happened to them last year could help them in a series. And they're going to be a tough out. This is a very good team. Mm -hmm. They basically ran it back, though, right, with the exact same group. And last year, if you recall, they grabbed advantage of a situation where they had everybody healthy all year. So they get the three seed. A lot of teams had injuries. They had guys sitting out large chunks. Their guys showed up every night, and it shows you what can happen when you do that. You get a three seed. Your reward, take on the Golden State Warriors, get a 50 out of Steph Curry in game seven, and you go home in the first round. I look at them this year, and I see a very similar team. And I think ultimately, Scott, what it comes down to for me, as great as Sabonis is, and I love Sabonis, he has some limitations offensively that when you look at the other top teams in the West, and there's eight teams chasing 50 wins this year. Right. When you look at those teams, like that second guy is just a more dynamic offensive player in terms of getting their own offense, getting their own shot. Okay. I mean, he's an incredible power player, and he will punish you inside. As hard as he plays, takes the occasional three. You just mentioned his three-point percentage. Doesn't shoot very many, though. Um, 69% foul shooter, but it's the stuff he doesn't do in the middle area of the floor 
I feel like every other team in the West has a second guy that can kill you from that area of the floor. Mm -hmm. So there's a limitation there. And last year, if you recall, he got bottled up in the yep. Golden State series. He averaged 16 points a game. Mm -hmm. They had a good defensive game plan against him. Everything came to the defense. They were walled up against him. And he struggled to figure out another way to beat them. I kind of feel like they're running, they will run into the same thing, whoever they get this year. And who knows how these parents are going to play out. Sure. They're dangerous. They're good. On a given night, yes. And could they win a first-round series? Probably. I wouldn't bet on it based on the relative competition that they're going to face. <laughs> yes. Well, here's your prize. Yes, Tim, we remember. Congrats, Kings. You won on national TV. We get to talk about you. This is what you wanted, right? Right. Yeah, and yes, we are very oh, aware insane. of what happened. Yes. I'm just so sick of hearing about it, to be completely honest yep. with you. And, oh, we got bottled up. No one talks about the Cavs last year getting destroyed by the Knicks in the first round. Not a single person brings that up. Nobody. Nobody. And when you talk about DeMontis Sabonis and how he's limited offensively, besides the fact that, I mean, how many bigs that are traditional bigs? I think it's less about... Sabonis being limited and more about the fact that they're just not a lot of traditional bigs anymore. Yes. I think that's it's not, not at this he, level, not yeah. at this level. Yeah. Right. So, Oh, well, when's the last time I don't hear anybody calling Rudy Gobert limited mm -hmm. until yeah. Oh, well you put him in pick and roll action, whatever, but offensively right. people just give him a pass because he's so great defensively. No mm -hmm. one brings up his offense, but I would argue to your point, Sabonis is so good offensively that Whatever limitations you feel like he brings defensively, it's a net neutral. But right? Tim like at, wasn't at talking worst. about yeah. defensively. He yeah. was talking about offensively. I think he mentioned their rim protection at some point yeah. as the reason why he he ultimately didn't trust Sabonis. But I think it's just overblown in general. And like I, I again, I think it's a fact that Tim Legler probably hasn't watched many Kings games. But mm -hmm. it's crazy to me that yeah, this is the first conversation you guys have had about the Kings. The question wasn't asked of, you know, it to, hey, how seriously should we? The fact that he just took it in that direction, I think is, <laughs> it's it's crazy. And it's like, why can't you guys just have a conversation, even if it is, even if those are your feelings about the Kings, why can't you spin it into a positive conversation about, hey, how good are these two pairings? Or, you know, what besides their, you know, we know a lot about Sabonis and Fox. What else makes them interesting? Just the fact that that's the route that, that they decided to go, or Tim Legler maybe just decided to go with that conversation, I think is really telling of where or how the Kings are talked about in general uh, from the national media. And, you know, NBA Today does an okay job of it, but even then they're always going to lean more towards Lakers, Clippers, Warriors. And we had that, I believe it was uh, Raider Todd said, you know, even during the broadcast, it felt like they were doing it from the perspective of, Okay, the Clippers are down, but this is actually – we're going to tell the story of how right. the Clippers came back and won this game, and it just never happened that way. When it comes to the national media, there is only so much that you can know. So when something new comes into the fold, it's probably almost annoying to them because yes, it's more yeah. research they have to yeah. do. I'm going to take you a trip down memory lane. So my job prior to this – Basically, we had to make sure games were scheduled on the app and things like that. So when March Madness came along, we had deals with a couple big NCAA partners, right? Okay. But it didn't cover every team. So each season, 
we would hope that only those teams made March Madness because <laughs> if UMBC or one right. of these small teams scoots in, yeah. right, then we have to set up something completely different and it makes things more annoying for us. Right. And that's essentially what's happening with national media right. and the Kings. I already got to know about the Warriors. I already got to know about the Lakers. Right. I already got to know about Giannis. Yeah. I already got to know about the Clippers, yeah. all these teams. I just did all this Denver I research. I just did all okay, this Denver come on. research because they Because I wasn't watching them before. Exactly, yeah. and I got to do the Celtics and yeah. I got to do the Sixers. Yeah. And now you're telling me I got to study Sacramento. I don't feel like doing it. So I'm just going to continue to to downplay them right. and hopefully they'll just go away. But the Kings are not going away. No. Yeah, they're not going anywhere. And I think, you know, I I think it's going to it's going to be imperative on the Kings and Kings fans. Like I said, I think the the way of doing this is by Public embarrassment works sometimes. Yeah. Like, you know, telling Kevin O'Connor, what are you talking about? What are you doing? Telling Tim Legler, like, letting him know this isn't okay. For, like, the Kings won't just be forgotten about. They're not we'll going We'll get him on anywhere. the show. We'll get him on the show. <laughs> we'll get him on the program. I think he's been on these airwaves before. So, uh, and I'm, I'm sure Tim would, would definitely play ball. But uh, I think for the most part, it is exactly what you're saying. It's that we forget sometimes these guys are – it's just their job. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they're – and while – even though it is their job – they're not always going to be 100%. Just because you work at ESPN doesn't mean that you know everything or you're the hardest working guy out there. Uh, it just means that you're the loudest voice that that they can find. And, uh, you know, I, I think a big part of it is exactly what you laid out, that it's probably – I guess it's a sign of respect, but they're essentially going to say, I'm not – yeah, I don't know about you, but I don't need to know about not you yet. until I absolutely do – and when that time comes, maybe I'll do the research. And I don't even know how much research people do. If you think about it in all the segments that they do, right, all right. the teams, I don't even know how much research they do on Denver. Yeah, right. I think they just say Jokic. Yep. Right. Yep. It's, it's, it's just whatever, one, right. Is, whatever is easiest to pull to when you know you're going to be asked a bunch of questions. Yep. So what are the go-tos when it's time to talk about the Kings? You know, De'Aaron Fox, yep. this is this is the stock answer for, for, for the Kings. You know, De'Aaron Fox, he's up and coming, but he's got to work on his three-point shooting because they don't watch and they don't realize yep. that his three-point shooting's up. And, you know, Keegan Murray, if he could be that third option, Keegan Murray hasn't been the offensive third option essentially all season. Oh, yeah. Season long, yep. and Sabonis, he's limited offensively. Yep. We saw what happened last season in the playoffs, yes. and that's just the stock answer. Yep. You could put that into any national media person yep. who gets asked to talk about the Kings. We could call them all up right now. Yes. I could call Stephen A. Smith right <laughs> now, and he would. T- I would bet money yeah. that he would say those exact words yeah. because yeah. it's just. <laughs> because it's just easy. It's just easy. So you have to make them respect you, yeah. and I think that's what the Kings are attempting to do. Yeah, they're attempting to do it, and we'll, we'll we'll see how it comes. I mean, even even then, I feel like, you know, even if the Kings are, like you mentioned with Denver, even when they are going to be up there, mm-hmm. they probably still won't be talked about much different. But I, I, I definitely think you're right. I feel like there are just kind of talking points that are easy to hit, and, you know, you can, that's how you can truly tell who knows this Kings team or not. Because if you bring up the up-and-down season of Kevin Herter, if you bring up the up-and-downs of Harrison Barnes but mention, hey, in games where HB plays well, the Kings also tend to – play really well that that just takes way too much watching and there's just no way these guys who have to they do have to like there is ESPN mandates of 
we're going to talk about the Lakers. We are going yes. to talk about Steph per- Curry. Perkins already said, he said yeah. it on some TikTok podcast, he already said they will tell us what we have yeah. to talk about. Knicks. And, yes, Knicks, all, right. Knicks are now back in the fold. That's another team yep. they have to talk about. And I'm not expecting them to know, but that's why I asked the question, yeah. if you're a Kings fan, do you still care? Right. Does it still bug you? Because you know that these people aren't watching as as closely as you would expect them to. When we get back, we will discuss Keegan Murray and his importance to the offense and the defense. Styles and Watkins, Sackdown Sports. Down Sports app. Turn over the last four possessions to start. Oh, wow! A soul-crushing hammer! This, this isn't the first time. That was the Domas dunk, by the way. The poster! This isn't the first time we've had this conversation. And this is from Paul Riddle on the SAC chat. The question was not that Sabonis is limited in regulation, but the postseason where Sabonis has clear weaknesses, afraid to shoot from outside and can be neutralized by a bigger opponent. I got into it with somebody on X over the weekend because I was just talking about Sabonis and they basically said they, – they kind of went too far, and they even said Sabonis is putting up these numbers because players don't try as hard. They play they, – they try harder in the playoffs, which I didn't really entertain. Okay. Then they tried to walk it back and say they, they, didn't, they didn't say that. It was more so what Paul is saying. So let's take off our purple glasses okay. for a second and really break down if this – Situation last season with Kevon Looney was a bad matchup, bad luck, whatever it was. You see the saggy, the saggy pants offense when you you get off a Sabonis and you say, shoot that midi. And towards the end of the, if I'm not mistaken, towards the end of that series, he started to hit the middies. Yeah, right? He, he said, them, yeah. he said, hey, if you're gonna give this to me, I'll take them. Do you think there is any smoke behind that fire to where? We're, go- we're going to do something differently on Sabonis than most people are doing night in and night out. Because my question would be, it's not as if you're playing the same team that 82 times. Why wouldn't every team take that approach, sag off him? Yep. And why wouldn't you do that every single every single yeah. game? That's what I'm struggling with. Yeah, I, I, think that, uh, I think that last playoff was a very – specific situation in which it was kind of like a, a soup or a medley of just things not working in his favor. I think Looney is a tough matchup. I think the Warriors game plan was there and I think Sabonis just frankly wasn't ready for it. Um, I think, you know, we don't really talk enough about, you know, and maybe it's a bit of an excuse, but uh, Sabonis has just never been in that role in the playoffs either. Like, yeah, he had an entire season of it uh, with the Kings, but going into the playoffs, like it's a different beast to have, that level of attention on you and trying to figure out how to deal with it and still look like yourself. Um, But saying all that, I I just don't think that it's something that we can just put in Sharpie in the, in the playoffs. Sabonis Mm -hmm. is going to be a lesser version. It doesn't work. Right. It doesn't work in the playoffs. And I'm trying to think of a a comparison in another sport where almost, you know what it is kind of, it's similar to the dolphins. Right. It's similar to the Dolphins, the thought process of this offense works when you can throw the ball and and defenses only have a week to prepare for you and the weather's great and you got these speedsters and everything is working right. That's when that offense is 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 working correctly. But in the playoffs, it's cold. It's it's just more mucked up. It just doesn't work. That's that's the 
off the top of my head in 916-339-1140 if you have a better comparison. Sure. Feel free to call in, text in, or hop in on YouTube on the Sack Chat going crazy today. That's the first thing that comes to my mind yeah. as, as, oh, that works in a regular season form right. but not posting. Clayton Kershaw, right? Yep. Clayton Kershaw. Peyton Manning, same thing. Peyton Manning. Yeah. Is, is, it, is, is it actually that things are different or is it just overblown? And these dudes, these are multiple years. I think that's the craziest thing. Donovan Mitchell, he balled out in the bubble, mm-hmm. but Donovan Mitchell, they, you know, you, you lost. You, I can't remember. I think they actually won that one. Was it the Jazz or the Nuggets um, when they were back and forth when him and Jamal were both balling out? Well, you didn't win the whole thing, right? So that happened. That was a loss. That was a loss. That yeah. was a loss. Then you had, then you had last season. So, but I don't hear anybody saying that Donovan Mitchell can't be a one A. Right. I don't. I don't see. I, I hear people saying I'll say it. you got to get. I know you will <laughs> on these airwaves. You, you got to get Donovan to L A. Yeah. You got to get Donovan to New York. Yep. He's the missing piece. Yep. Sabonis has one playoff series. Yep. Okay. Against uh, and it took a fifty piece, or they still win that series. Yep. Sabonis has a lesser series, not even a bad series. Not we're a bad like, series. We're yeah. acting Legler like we're trying to make it sound like eight it was points. terrible. Yeah. We're talking about he averaged eight points or yeah. something when that wasn't the case. And it took Keegan being ice cold, yep. Herter being ice cold, yep. and a fifty burger from the best shooter of all time. Right. And we're sitting here like the book has already been written yep. on Demontis Sabonis. I do not understand it at yeah. all. No, I don't. I don't either. And I just I really think Sabonis is the type of dude I can't wait for the playoffs because I yeah. don't think it's going to freeze him. I think it's going to make him better. You've already seen this year in the regular season, like, you know, he hasn't taken a ton of threes, but I think the amount of threes we've seen from mm-hmm. him is a direct result of said yeah. slander from last year. I think he's trying to show people like, go ahead and sag off me because yeah. this year I'm going to shoot it and I've got numbers to show you that you probably shouldn't allow me to do it. He's shooting, I think, 41% from three this year. And and I think all of that is to show teams, hey, go ahead. You know what? I dare, I almost dare you to try and sag off me again because this year I'm going to make you pay. And it's going to be interesting to see, you know, it's going to be on Sabonis. I think, uh, you know, the Warriors did damage him mentally as much as they did uh, anything else. I think it was just making him think about what he was going to do was really the win. Um, this playoffs, I just think he's going to be ready for it. I think he's going to – he's also got a point to prove. I know he's not big on social media or anything, but it's almost impossible to think that he hasn't heard any of this slander. He's the exact type of dude to, I think, just show with his play and not with his mouth. So I, I'm, I'm excited. I, I don't have – um, I have some worries about his playoff play long term, like once we get into the conference finals kind of conversations. But I, I think that he's more than capable of of being one of the best players on the team of a second or third round team. Yeah, yeah, and and that that's honestly a question. And I know De'Aaron played well last season, but you could even there's less questions about De'Aaron, right? Yeah. And he played well, and he had the played finger great. and yeah. things like that. So maybe that's why. But ultimately, it, you, I I feel better with you questioning the whole Kings team yes. versus Sabonis specifically. <laughs> Sabonis is the one guy every single night you don't you have don't to worry, have about, to worry about, about at all. If no. anybody. <laughs> From the 209, a better example is Ravens, Lamar Jackson in the playoffs. Thank you. Yes. That's yeah, it. There you go. That's it, 209. Because yeah. it's not, yes, that is it. It works. He's the MVP. MVP level numbers for sure. And it just were whatever reason, and specifically with right. this past season, they decided to make Lamar. They tried to make Lamar Dan Marino and throw the football yeah. out of nowhere, and they 
didn't get it done. But thank you, 209. That's a good comparison. Yeah. Lamar, an offense that cooks in the yeah. regular season. And, and maybe you could say Lamar's passing is equal to Sabonis' shooting, where it's yeah. like he's shooting That's right. to show people – I've got it. I've got it. I just yeah. choose not to do it. And Lamar, similar thing where it's like, yeah, his feet are definitely his asset. But, mm-hmm. you know, people want to see him pass. And he's like, I can show you that if you want. Yeah. And even with that, how long has Lamar? This is a this is a good yeah. stretch of years now with Lamar with it not working. Yeah, four or five years. This is the yeah. bonus's first year as the number two right. in a playoff series. Yep. And the book, the book is out. But look, to be fair. Right? Get off my lawn. Hey, something is fact until it is no longer fact. Yeah. I think that it's overblown as if he was a complete bum yeah. when he wasn't. But if this is the current book, this is it until he changes it. Yeah. And you got to, first of all, get into the playoffs. Yeah. And second of all, you need to show that you can you can perform at the same level or yeah. close to the same level or better in the playoffs. And how many times have we seen Sabonis? Like, I, I'm just – a bigger reason I'm not concerned, too, is – I mean, really, with the exception of Zubach last night, there just hasn't been many centers. It doesn't matter if it's Anthony Davis. doesn't matter how big the name is. It doesn't seem to slow him down. Like, it's not like Jokic just has his number. AD has his number. Sabonis is able to do what he wants against pretty much whoever he wants. I just think Looney is that one guy who, you know, kind of matches up perfectly with him. He's yeah. not tall, like, you know, so Sabonis can't really get the leverage on him. He's just as strong. Yeah. If not, maybe even stronger. Looney yeah. is crazy. Like, I just think that that was the worst possible matchup, and Looney was doing things that just directly showed, okay, maybe that, you know, so Looney having 10 offensive rebounds and 20 total rebounds in the game, there's a direct, oh, that's Demonis Sabonis's guy. That's Sabonis having a bad game. I just can't see that happening against any other guy. Like, everybody else, there's going to be, if they go against the Lakers, Anthony Davis is supposed to do those things. I don't think Anthony Davis is going to go 40 and 20 against Sabonis every night. I just think he's going to be able to hold his own against pretty much any center in the NBA. Yeah, and you have the familiarity with that team, too, with yep. it being the Warriors and, yeah. and Steve Kerr being on the other side. And Kevon Looney, yesterday, he got 10 minutes. He's barely playing he's, yep. <laughs> for the Warriors, you know, and, and they're moving towards that kind of youth movement. So I, I don't even know. They got their own problems to see if they even get in that bad boy. And the Kings are trying to ensure that they can avoid the plane as well. They are in prime position. They, technically, yes, you're going to lose. An, you're going to lose. You're going to lose games after this. But now, Chris, you can make the argument that you control your own destiny. Yep. You are in the fifth seed yep. today. Yep. And you're you're facing a, a close to a G League version of the Heat. I'm, I'm looking up these guys. Heat culture. I don't know who. I don't know, I, I don't know who's going to show up tonight. I'll tell you what, though. This would be a huge step back if they lose this game. Huge. Absolutely. Monumental. Yeah, yeah you almost completely reset all the momentum. And yeah. You've got to build it right back up in Denver and then again in Minnesota. It's, it's just making it harder on At yourself. this point, you need safeties. Yep. You, need, you need fail-safes. Yep. And if you do, if it does get squirrely in Denver or if you have a tough time with Minnesota, you that's why you have to take care of these games. That's yep. why you have the you have the would like to have it, and you have the gotta have it. Originally with Jimmy, this was a would like to have it. This is now a gotta have it for the Kings, and we hope that they get it done. When we get back, there are some milestones that the Kings could reach to, and we are going to watch for the rest of the season. That and more when we get back. Styles and Watkins, Sackdown Sports.